hello. We're doing at the same time or hello hello and welcome to and welcome podcast. to today's podcast um i just wanted to bring a sense of calm and um i just had this really soft aura um about oh. myself <laughs> i don't know if did that, that pick up, up i'm sorry about that if that picked um, up, if that did pick up josh just legit shit <laughs> i i mean oh my god you mm. just sharted on your phone you better wipe that off that, that is that <laughs> the cushions the cushions i hope you're watching this visually because the cushion literally <laughs> lifted when you just shit yourself that hurt um i don't think i could ever make my voice that calm oh, oh. you uh-huh. can't i don't like it no nope. um, i don't want to get too relaxed though okay <laughs> is that why you shit yourself i might have um <laughs> can you believe tomorrow is december 1st I can, and I'm excited. Um, you know, there's something about this time of the year, Ab. I love it. I get all warm and jingly inside. Um, I love, I love the holiday season. The snow falling, the music, uh, the ambiance, the fire roaring, chestnuts glistening. <laughs> um, sorry, go ahead. No, see, I wasn't cutting you off. Oh. If anyone watch, if you're watching this, I was waiting, but I wasn't cutting you off. Yeah. I'm doing better. I'm still going. I'm just here. Okay, I'm still going. <laughs> I'm ready. Um, there's just there's just something about it. It's 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 just heartwarming. Um, it's a it's a season for giving and putting smiles on little children's faces. And um, <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, I got this holiday is all about the children. <laughs> okay, but not from you. Shouldn't say that from the 33 year old that just shit himself um, wearing a Carhartt beanie and has uh, a has a nap playing around that. <laughs> that came out of your butt that had to come out of your butt um but it, i'm so excited because we're 25 days countdown has officially started till christmas but i'm bummed that december what you, 1st wasn't what do, you, what, do you, what do you want for christmas this year well you didn't let me finish my sentence I know, but I'm just, what do you december want? 1st if it was a wednesday this would have been our whole decked out new set True. which you know, it's not not yet because not yet. it's not December it's yet. Coming. But it's coming, baby. next week, just stay tuned. You have to watch at least. If you're not watching this visually, that's okay. I'll let it slide. But next week, you have to have to watch on YouTube and check out our new set. Let's just say it's going to be holiday themed. Yep. We're um, going all out for this holiday season. I might actually just hang down here for the whole month because it's going <laughs> to feel so amazing. But our tree uh, is actually really nice too upstairs. Yeah, yeah tree's really nice. Um, but that being said, I'm, I'm super excited for today's podcast, Abby. Uh, you want to tell everybody who we have coming on? Yeah, we have a very, very special guest. I've been following... Special guest. Yes, I know. I always mess it up. I just include them as one. Um, but I have been following them for so long and have been mutuals and... I don't know how they do it. I know we're going to get into it, but like they are a power couple, power family. And I'm just going to let, let us just go into it. I'm excited to meet them. And without further ado, here are the Beverly Halls. The Beverly Halls. Well, here they are. The Hall family, or should I say Beverly Hall? For a minute, yeah. I literally <laughs> thought your guys' last name was Beverly Hall because I was like, it's all over social media, but I'm. T- is it Beverly Hills? Is that like the, the take on um, it? The Beverly Hills, just to spin off of our last name. Yes, yeah. I, I love it. I think that's amazing. We have Brooke and Marco here with us today. Thank you so Thank much you for joining us. For joining us, and I have been following you guys for so long, and I feel like um, we always start the show off when we have guests on. Um, I feel like 
majority of our followers and people watching this probably know who you guys are. But if there's anyone out there listening or watching that don't know who you guys are, um, tell us a little bit about you and how you got to social media and where you are today. Uh, sure. So we're the Beverly Halls. Um, mom, dad, and I'm a boy mom. We're boy mom and dad. That's like what we're yeah. really known for across social media. <laughs> mom and dad of three boys. It gets repetitive, but it's it's what it is. And um, we have a 13-year-old, we have a six-year-old, and we have a baby, Caden. So Braylon, Cannon, and Caden. And um, we just like do family style content. We do vlogs. We yeah, kind of we, we do a little bit of everything. You guys do everything when i was telling josh i'm like they're on every platform but you don't have like a small following you have a huge following on every platform like five million on youtube and i think brooke you have 11 million on tiktok and then marco how many do you have like it's crazy you have a yeah. family channel but then all separate channels at the same time yeah yeah it's, it's very like Time for soon, but it's very worth it at the same time. Yeah, so it's kind of hard, like, when we get that question, you know, like, you know, who are you? What do you do? Because I feel like, one, we've changed our niche so many times, and we just do whatever, like, suits us best in the season and what feels right. So it's like, I feel like we got our start off really, well, I've been on social media since I was 10 years old. I go, like, way back on Matt Mice and MySpace and Facebook, but when we really blew up, I think, was after giving Instagram a try for about six years with no yeah. hope and then yeah. it feels like TikTok came along you know in quarantine 2019 2020 and that's when we really took all of those years of instagram and what we did we were fashion influencers really it was just me i was the face of it and marco was like behind the scenes just like building this mass following on my account and like we realized that after six years all i had was a closet full of clothes and so we're like we're not getting, you know, we can't do this full time with just clothing, but it all like finally came together, started to make sense. And then TikTok hit and we used all of those clothes to create looks. And we hit our first viral video of 12 million views in March of 2020. And we're like, oh, maybe we can put all these clothes to use yeah. and start creating viral yeah, content. Exactly. Because that if Instagram is going to give us our just do right now, then at least TikTok is. So That is wild. I had no idea that's how you guys started. Oh. I just assumed it was like the family. And I didn't realize you had a fashion Instagram. Yes, and I love I love styling. I always like styling her. It really all started from the thrift store. So wow. yeah. we started thrifting clothes because we couldn't afford clothes uh, back then. Yeah, We started thrifting clothes and then we got companies to start working with Brooke because of how she styled things. How and how, I would say how Mark. <laughs> yeah. And you know what's crazy is I actually had, and it was from Josh's, he pushed me to do it. I had my own online thrift store. It was called Dead Thread, and it always Josh's decision to bring the clothes back from the dead. Yes, like, but I didn't have the fashion sense. <laughs> <laughs> but we would go to, same same reason. I, I loved clothes and I was... I loved fashion, but we didn't. Ha I didn't have the money. I didn't know how to start like my own boutique. So we were like, but we set up like we had a little Instagram. You had like an online kind of boutique, yeah. and and I feel like it's so similar because Josh always pushed me to my Instagram, and I didn't know what to do. And he always had that 
vision of like he was always like you you're gonna have millions of followers one day you need to grow your social media and i didn't know what to do i love like the branding aspect of like social media and like how to really construct that so that's why i like i was pushing it that way but then with her talent with modeling and fashion it was like but it sounds very similar like very Marco, similar you yeah. had that push for her to and that, it's, See, we, got, just, we, think <laughs> we know we know visionary in your relationship because if you don't like I don't know about you Abby but for me like I just didn't see it like I could watch other people do it and I was like wow they're so successful at that they're doing so good but but me I don't know and then there's always Marco in the back of my mind like why can't you you can totally awesome. do this literally <laughs> I always say Josh was my dreamer and I was just always like real time person so he always saw the vision and I I have a hard time seeing it. And I think that's what makes a perfect relationship because I can bring him back to reality a little bit, but then he can also push me and show me like the potential. So that's, that's wild. Yeah, very similar. That's awesome. um, but you guys had careers before social media. And if I'm right, Marco, you were in the boxing world and Brooke, you yeah. were nursing. I know that was when I started following you, you were, I, you, I watched all your videos of how you were a nurse and like how you transitioned. So if you guys want to give a little background on that. Um, yeah, that was another thing that I think kind of made me steer clear of social media because I'm like, I already have a career. I already know what I'm doing. I'm already making good money. I already know what I want to do. And yeah. I don't want to just like, be working full-time as a nurse and trying to fully pursue something that I don't know if it's, you know, feasible. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, during quarantine is when it got really wild and with nursing, like, you know, it was, it was really like life or death. Like you had to literally put yourself in a position of a hospital setting where you could potentially get, you know, COVID and then you bring it back to your kids. And fortunately I had a private patient by this point. It was just one man. He was um, quadriplegic. He couldn't move anything from his neck down. And I would just go to his home and be his personal nurse. So luckily during quarantine, I had that instead of having to, you know, God bless all of the nurses and doctors that served during that time. But I felt very fortunate to only have to take care of one guy. Yeah. Um, and then stepping back a little bit, you know, we're from Ohio, but um, I was a nurse there and Marco was in boxing. boxing. Yes. So boxing. boxing. Yeah, boxing. Boxing. I was boxing, uh, you know, since I was uh, since in high school. So started off in high school, ventured off, went to Florida. You know, long story short, went to Florida, had an opportunity out here in Vegas, came to Vegas and never left since. So uh, mm -hmm. but my brother, he the one who had got me in boxing back in the day, long time ago. Anyways, but the thing is with the boxing is just it's a up and it's an up and down sport. It's very It's a tough sport, it yeah. seems like. I it's mean a tough sport, <laughs> but it's very political mm. in certain areas and yeah. certain aspects. It's the business behind the scene that a lot of people don't see that what goes on. So when social media came around in twenty twenty when COVID nineteen, when when that whole pandemic stuff happened and like we shot off because I had other dreams and other things that I wanted to do mm -hmm. and I just implemented myself and by me being out in Vegas I it, it helped me find myself and who I really am more and that's with the social media so everything that I do everything that we do now is like the visionary of what I always visioned of how my how I wanted my life to be yeah well I think honestly like the boxing it felt like he was kind of holding on to it like 
boxing was our entire relationship and it's how you know i married him because i believed in him yeah. i supported him as a nurse i would sit and go and work three 12-hour shifts as a nurse and then the other four days we'd be laying in the gym with marco every single day every like single just day. watching him Woo. train 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 around all of the big camps you know floyd mayweather versus pacquiao floyd mayweather versus Medine and Medine. yeah we were through all these camps the for years camps, and years like the height of floyd's career Yes, and That's like crazy. we were just waiting and waiting for Marco to get his break in boxing. We're like, yeah. what the heck? Like, dude, you are around the best in the industry and it's just not working out. So I feel like he held on to it really tough, like as much as I held on to nursing. And then when we finally were like, okay, well, let's take the same exact determination that we have fueling yes. things that aren't working and put it towards what is working. And that's when kind of the magic happened because we are really hard workers. And once we applied yeah. it in the right direction, it really just started to become fruitful. It is yeah. so crazy how similar stories we have <laughs> yeah. because I we, we totally relate to that because model, musician, he wow. went on tour with the Dixie Chicks. He played Madison Square Garden, had all wow. this opportunity and still nothing. Yeah. It was... I, and very similar, like I was in songwriting rooms with top songwriters, you know, and doing all this stuff. And then we had rent back here and like, I wasn't, they, they were paying for me to travel, but I wasn't getting paid. You weren't it, financially stable. To do and anything. I, was, so I was like, you know, I was modeling. Was I was working to support kind of our life while he was pushing and doing this music. And similar and, to you, Marco. Like I held on, man. Like wow. I was like, this is my life, like music. So and crazy. yeah. And it's like, I, I, it was tough to let it, not like I let it go, go, but like I put all that effort that I put into music now into our social media, you know, very similar. Exactly. So it's, yeah. it's wild, you know, so I still do music and I'm sure you still hit the bag every once in a while, yeah. you know, and it's still, yeah. you find a different joy for it than, than the, you know, thing that you thought this was your life. You know, there's a lot more to life and then you, you find the fun again in, in what you loved. So that's and, really cool. And I feel like people on social media, they, they see uh, creators now and they might see, you know, the cars you're driving, the house you're living in, and they always think you had this, you're just blessed yeah. for, for your yeah. whole life. You've always yeah. been successful. They think it just came to you. It just, it just <laughs> happened. And then that's why we, we have this podcast and this platform to show like, you know, we didn't just wake up and have millions of followers and have this lifestyle that people think we have. It's like we we were you were down at one point. You said you were financially supporting him and you didn't have exactly. money. So you had to thrift clothes. And I, I think that's really important to realize because and, and to put out there because there are people watching this who might be in the same same situation, but maybe not in boxing, maybe not in music and and trying to pursue something that might not be working, but seeing there is something on the other side and you you can make it. And if you just put your heart to it and decide and and pushed I, I, I know i'm rambling here but no, you you're know good. What I'm yeah and, and you guys you both had each other and you can tell like it's just it's awesome and it's like invigorating hearing you hearing you talk because you're both so humble yes and you can tell you're humble because you went through struggle to get to where you are and that's what yeah, makes you guys you thank you that's what i was thinking. yeah that's and, exactly it's, and you can feel doing. that you know you can feel that it's awesome yeah, the the whole life before social media was a rough one. And I mean, like, people see the success that we accumulated in 2020 and, and 2021 and even 2022. And I feel like probably you guys feel the same that like you kind of just stepped into this different level of fame and wealth and, and things in a couple years. But the surface is so much like just the little bit that people see and then everything underneath is like, you just don't know. I've been on social media, I said, since I was 10. 
I've been trying to be famous and, and do acting and career since I was 10, you modeling since God knows how long. Yeah. And it's like, how many years did I put in for free that I feel like, you know, some people think that they're doing their self no justice by, um, you know, working for free. But I feel like that groundwork that you put in will set yeah. you up for long term success. And maybe you're like flatlining for a couple years. But as soon as it's your time to like just go up, you will in like an exponential way. And I feel like, you know, all that free work and everything we did and all the failures and all the problems yes, that we had, like they all literally just like propelled us and taught us a lesson for where we are today. Yes. yes. And it's you know, like when you can't afford food or like you're you're you can't even get approved for food stamps because you're in the limbo of trying to get off the system. But you're making just so much that they won't give you any assistance, but you're making too little to feed your family. We don't, like, you don't do, do? <laughs> do not preach for us because uh, that's, that's exactly that's the same yeah. situation we were in. My parents, I say the story all the time. We, I couldn't go to college because my parents didn't have money, but then we didn't I didn't uh, qualify for any financial aid or loans because on paper my parents made just enough to not get that financial support and it's wow. and it's it's a struggle and there was a time we were on food stamps and there was a time where we were then able to pay off our car like a year and a half later so it, it's crazy how life can happen and we just want um to be able to share that, you know, we, even though we put our lives out there and we, we share our, our family and, and everything, we're still normal people with normal lives and a normal past. Um, and I think it's important to share that. Yeah. And then like, uh, transitioning, you know, through all your social media platforms and, and just dealing with that. How do you guys like Abby and I started to get it down, but how do you construct a sort of schedule how do you how do you balance like the family the boy like how with do you three children yeah with three children and you guys are so successful how do you do it do you have a game plan or is it just kind of like you just go you know i like to say that we wing it but it, that would be very far from the truth like yes in a sense every day is winging it but it's winging it to get as much done as we can but like we kind of have a mental note of what we need to do like every single day we need to be creating tiktoks and and valuable content that people actually want to consume and, and that they care about. Every single day we want to put out a message of either, you know, positivity, inspiration, something like that. So we kind of like, or, yeah, inspiring. You know, just to make people, people laugh, just yeah. to make them feel good. Yeah, funny is like obviously a given. I feel like that's our like resort to. If we want to make someone laugh, we know how to. We've done it for a year straight. We know how to do that. We can throw it in. But I feel like we try to just have a game plan of, okay, what is it that I'm trying to convey to my audience this week? And then we'll try to just like break it up into little pieces of content, break it up into maybe a YouTube yeah. video. Maybe uh, we've really been honing in on TikTok like heavy the last- I was going to say, I, I, who edits your TikToks? Because that you, <laughs> do you, you guys don't have an editor. You edited all your- no, we edit all. I mean, we're yeah. same way, but like, I can't edit the way you you do your TikToks. They're so I could sit and watch them. They're so relaxing. They're so pleasing. But like, that takes a lot of time to film, yeah. to edit, and I mean, you're you're doing those. You're doing them every day. Yes, and I I try my best to like edit. I I used to care a lot about quantity. Like that's what we did. We were pushing out six pieces of content a day blah, blah, yeah. doing it every single day. But like, I'm the type, even in nursing, I switched my career multiple times in nursing. I went from geriatrics to quadriplegics to private care to cosmetics. Like, I just don't like to do the same thing too long. And so I really started focusing 
on my page on beauty, fashion, things that really please me and that and, and like I want to visually stimulate people because I know what I like to watch, I know what I like to consume. So instead of like creating content that maybe wasn't um, serving me anymore or making me feel good, I was like, let me just switch to things that make me feel good, things that I like to consume. And same for Marco, that's why you see him cleaning all yeah. day. Because <laughs> I love a clean house. I love a clean house. I, I you guys, I. I can't believe that you actually clean your house, but like the way you guys do it, I'm just like, how, I just, I still don't understand how you're making content, you're editing, you have three sons and you can have a clean house. You need to tell us what you're doing in the magic because it's, it's incredible. <laughs> this dude wakes up like a bionic bunny. He's an energizer bunny. He wakes up at six, he goes to bed at two every single day. That and when he wakes up, he will not stop cleaning. I'm like, do you want to go do your hair for the podcast? No, I love it. I love it. I like to be ahead of the schedule. I like to be ahead of time. That is that is amazing. That's something that this one needs to work on. I'm a actually. Bit. I'm. You did great today. Hi, I Kai. did great today, but I am. A, it's surprising. I'm a neat freak, and I don't have OCD, but I like things. I'm very minimalist, so like nothing out. But it really started to get away from me, and I became okay with that, which I'm scared of because <laughs> things just started to get very say, messy. We have my we have my mom. Um, we hired my mom on to help us out with with Poppy, and uh, she's she's at her house like three to four days a week, and she you lied to her. She thought Josh was like this neat freak, this super clean person, and she could no, not I, get over I how was, messy Josh is. I, I said, was yes, like, mom. Like every shirt oh perfectly folded in the drawer, everything I, in a place. It's kind of weird because I'm actually. Oh, is he talking? No, you're good. No, you're good. <laughs> I feel like Marco is more of the cleaner and I am more of the organizer. And I feel like they are kind of like hand in hand, but they're not like I can be very messy in a sense. And I will keep walking past something if it's dirty, because in my brain, I have to organize it for it to be perfect. And I would rather just ignore it if it's not. I get done. that. Yes. I feel like that's more Josh. But when you get in your organizing moods, he will clean and organize. I get, I get like overwhelmed. You know, like I see it. I'm like, I know what needs to be done. I'm like, oh, I don't have time for that. And I'm, I'm the opposite. I'm like, instead of letting it build up. Up, just clean it in the moment and then you don't have to build up and get overwhelmed but no I I love that content and like I think that's an amazing thing to say because you we've been on the platform for on TikTok for like 2019 yeah. 2020 we you know the pranks the couples the reactions is were really big for a year but then yes. where do you go from there like our lives are changing like you were pregnant then you had your son and you're having a family your kids are getting older and you're doing different things and I think that's amazing to show how you can transition your content but still keep it authentic and real to who you are and and make it more personal I think times are changing on TikTok in our couple and the I always said like the OG couple space because that's kind of how we started and that's all my mutuals and who I know um and it is kind of it's really funny to see new couples and the younger couples doing those trends and doing those pranks we, yeah. we used to do um so I think it's great that the space is changing and we can move on but then it's still you just kind of have to adapt and yeah. see what's happening and I mean you exactly. guys have a good sense of it so. it kind of confusing because while you're trying to maintain your content on TikTok and Instagram and shorts and Facebook reels and everywhere. It's like almost like TikTok to me, maybe you guys feel the same, is the most forward moving. And TikTok knows where the trends are, where the short form content lies. And then you see, like you said, all of these kind of newer couples that came after our wave. And they're doing the things that we did in 2020 and 2019. Mm -hmm. But it's working on these platforms. Yeah. 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 A year 
time. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel so like I don't want to do it again because I already did it. Yes, <laughs> no, one thousand, one thousand percent agree. And it is, it is confusing and trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. But like, like you said, TikTok. It's, there's just trends every single day. It's so fast paced. Like the, there's never been a social media platform quite like it. It is just, exactly. it's so, it's ahead of itself and it just keeps changing and growing and transitioning. And there's people that I know, like, I'm sure you guys know, they're like, I'm never downloading that app. They're on it every day. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. it's crazy. When we, when we first got on TikTok, people was like, well, like kind of talking bad about it. Like, oh no. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same. Yeah. <laughs> same that was working it's like we almost had to portray ourselves as these corny individuals that like and i'm like <laughs> i'm like i hate this like the whole internet thinks i'm a laughing stock and it's so annoying mm-hmm. and i'm like it was fun and like we gained you know tens of millions of followers off of it but i'm like exactly where does this go like yeah. am i just gonna making people laugh all day like i just can't do it no anymore. and i the way you've done you both have done it has been so amazing and i i agree because that was the same thing it's like what we were doing was so corny, but yeah. like, I was like, it's making the young kids laugh and it's just giving yeah. them something to watch. And we know it's, it was cringy and funny, but once again, if we could make, that's our audience, our, our, I'm sure you're the same way. It's like, cause we started with a young audience with like yeah. the probably like 10 to 13 year olds. And then now that we transitioned into pregnancy, into motherhood, we do have that old, like the older, older. I say older crowd. that's like 30 to 40. 50. More mature crowd. Mature, thank you. <laughs> um, you know, I have grandmas that message me and was like, I'm getting this for my granddaughter because I saw Poot wearing it, you know? Awesome. So it, it's this it's this big it's a variety. Variety sure. of people. So you have to make sure you're hitting all the audience. Um <laughs> and there is there is another couple on TikTok right now who um they kind of were they're doing what we used to do with the the pranks and they're very funny and and the husband or the boyfriend is uh you know, taking the brunt of the negativity. Cause you know, when the guy, yeah, yeah. for some reason on TikTok, when guys are funny, they always yeah. assume their sexuality is different. And I'm like, why can't straight men be funny? Yeah. And you know, cause that was the number one thing with our comments in the beginning. Everyone was like, Josh is gay. I, like, like, to, I like to be oh silly. I'm silly. And I was like, uh, okay. Too. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, if he was who cares but like obviously he's not but like and and i i see them right now this couple they're dealing with that too but they're riding it out they're growing like crazy and i'm like good for you guys (laughs) because you know it's it took a toll on our relationship a little bit and that's what i wanted to kind of get into is did it take in the beginning anything with your relationship because i was always wanting to like film and do this stuff and kind of josh was the brunt of the jokes well i was the talent as well so (laughs) i had to like be on and 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 act you know and it's like some days i just wasn't you know i wasn't ready to be like he had to be in character he had to be on he had to be josh from tiktok that high energy (laughs) that you know you know what what really did it for us was because marco comes from a very manly sport and i always thought to myself like what if he ends up fighting Floyd Mayweather and they like just you know throwing that <laughs> yeah and, and they throw up this old clip of him doing something like to promote the fight like yeah. being mean to yeah. my husband yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like Ooh. I'm like okay well we got to just make this work so that doesn't happen because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that'd be amazing but hey look where you guys are now and it, it was successful like I used to push her like when Brooke was pregnant so she had hyperemesis gravidone with our baby boy uh 
Kaden. Well, really, all three. <laughs> all three she had Hopper Emerson's rapper doing, but for social media wise, when, when we kicked off on social media, Kaden, uh, I used to push her to keep going because she was so sick and she used to be throwing up. This was hard. Yeah. Our of 2020 was really hard and nobody oh would God. ever see it like today i feel like tiktok is more of an authentic place where you can kind of just share who you are and be more of yourself but back then like that was not the type of content people wanted to consume we were already living in a miserable environment nobody wanted to see more misery and so i didn't put that out there but i was struggling really bad really bad and um i was working seven days a week as a nurse i was working um you know from four to five p.m from seven to eight p.m and from 10 p.m to seven o'clock in the morning almost every single day as a nurse and in between shifts i was puking throwing up and creating tiktoks and like it was the hardest time and that is where i feel like we really were arguing a lot because i'm like dude i already worked Let's, like six seven years of our marriage without any return on your investment with your boxing. I do not want to be puking my guts out, working as a nurse and creating TikToks for this to not work out. And I would get really like bitter about it. I'm like, why are we doing this? And he's like, just hold on through this. Like if you just hold on through this pregnancy, when you're done, you can quit. When you deliver, Caden, you can quit and you'll never go back to work again, I promise you. And I was like, oh. So you're like, you better, <laughs> you better be right. <laughs> I'm like, you better be right or we are going to be fighting. Tonight. No, but that's, no, that's, I mean, because that's something I would have never known following you at the time in your content because you were pregnant in heels doing videos and dancing and like that's, you know, so I think that's the, the great thing is to like pull, show behind the screen of like the reality of like, yes, we were putting out content to make people happy and laugh, but sometimes it was at the expense of like a fight of us because he didn't want to be on or if like like you're saying you weren't feeling good so um it's crazy but I'm like what you like you said is that what got you through it like you you were just hoping for that vision of like you could then well it kind of seemed like I feel like once we we had figured out that we had viewers right but then we had to figure out how to turn these viewers into money like how can we actually make this a feasible plan Mm -hmm. and so we had started off by promoting app downloads and we would get like three dollars every single time someone would download an app and so when we started making 300 400 500 to a thousand dollars a day off of these app downloads because as you know most of our audience was kids and you tell them to download an app and they do it and then you make you know, whatever. And like, I was like, okay, we're making a thousand dollars a day. Can I quit nursing now? And, but at the same time, they're still on the news, like TikTok might shut down. So I'm like, is this the yeah. last time that I'm ever going to mess with TikTok? There's still to this yeah. day, I just saw something on the news about TikTok potentially yeah. being a yes. shutdown. So it's definitely. You have all these people telling you like, this is a joke. This isn't a career. You can never make anything of this. Like, why would you leave your nursing to pursue TikTok? You sound delusional, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we finally had built up a nest egg of making that money off those app downloads because we we didn't want to push people to like purchase something at first. You know, everyone's in the middle of a pandemic. So what do we do? We we would throw in one video a week on app downloads and then throw a bunch of, you know, content that people consume in between it. Mm -hmm. And so finally, we had a nice little nest egg and you'd never know that we had it because we just kept creating the same kind of content. And then finally, we were like, okay, well, we have this money to sit on. 
let me just quit because this is what I would have made the entire year of nursing. So now we have it up front. Let's just take this next year, put everything into this and see if we can double down and, and double up yeah. and make it really something. And if it works, it doesn't. But if it doesn't, at least we have this here to do it the whole year just in case. And you try. Yep. You tried it and it obviously worked out in. But it's also, you know, as you already had, you had your followers and viewers, but it's hard work. It's dedication. Um, this is the best job on the planet. I don't want to yeah. say like this is in the easiest job on the planet, but it takes organization. It takes, you know, time and it takes dedication. So I don't want to like diminish like saying that this is a hard job because there are harder jobs out there in the world. Yeah. And we are so blessed and so lucky to be able to work together, to work from yeah. home, be with our children, and financially support our lives. Um, so I think it's it's an amazing thing. And uh, but no, it's 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 and physically yeah. demanding at times. Yeah, when some you, of the video. <laughs> some of the video. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's when you can just focus on social media. Yes. When you have to focus on another job on the side or or working full time and doing it, it's stressful. But to yeah. be able to do this full time is just a straight blessing. I feel like it's the, like you said, the easiest thing. I would do this any day instead of nursing. I would do this any day. I'm sure he yeah. would instead of boxing. See, I, I I love boxing. I still love boxing. I'm still in the sport, but I'm not in the sport like that. Like I'm, I haven't fought in about three years now. So it's like, ain't no sense to me fighting unless it's you know very worth yeah. it. Like, why I was gonna say, but but now how amazing is that you have the opportunity to decide if you want to box? Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and maybe even so, I mean, it's still a passion of yours. And as you see, you guys are growing and getting more and more people who know who you are. You never know that could honestly open even more doors than you ever thought you'd ever have in boxing, exactly. because now your name is synonymous with a, a bigger culture of people, and exactly. you might you know might get up more opportunities. So. And look at the boxing and, and the boxing. World. There's a big buzz with yeah. the with the Paul brothers we know and everything going on. And um, yeah. it seems like boxing is not so much about talent anymore. I hate to say it. It's about who is the most yeah. popular. Yeah. Yeah. And we knew that if Marco wanted to do boxing, it wouldn't matter how talented he was, how skilled he was. If he didn't have a social media following that could fill seats and tickets, mm -hmm. nobody was going to believe in him. Nobody was going to invest in him and nobody's going to want to put him on a card. Exactly. And unfortunately, that's how it is. That's why the whole everything in the entertainment industry is ran off of funds and if you can't fill seats and you can't provide an income for for the big man or whoever then you're just not going to get the opportunity so i'm like either way this is going to be a win for you because at least now you are an asset yes. to what you're to do exactly so. not a liability now <laughs> now do you have any is there a goal to potentially now that the boxing world with the paul brothers with the was it Austin, the Austin McBroom guy? Oh, he did. He did. he did a fight. Um, what was that? I tried. I tried to get on that card, one of them cards. Because he's professional. He's not I'm already professional, so it's like they wouldn't let me because I'm already. So he's kind of in limbo now. You're the yeah. okay, so. The, so hey, I guess stop being a professional. And stop being good <laughs> at the sport, and then no. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's 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 wild. But I think. We really wanted to, um, this has been a great conversation and we're learning so much, but I, I know as a mother and you guys being parents and parents as well, like you're, I, I, I should have said parents. I don't know why I said mother and forgot that you're a dad as well. Um, children, social media, putting our lives out there. You guys, you know, 
did you vlog weekly? You were big on, you have a big following on YouTube, sharing your family on YouTube, sharing your children on TikTok and social media. It Same situation, but we're a little different because Poppy's still so young. Mm-hmm. You have older children. You have a son who is uh, in high school or middle school? Uh, eighth grade. Eighth grade, which is probably the worst grade to be in. Uh, middle school is rough for any child. But how about a child that has famous parents on social media, on a platform that every kid is probably on? Um, I know you kind of talked about it, Brooke, on um, your social media, but I wanted to to know yeah. how, how it's been. Um, so it's been a blessing and also like a curse at the same time, you know, because um, – Obviously, we're very grateful that we can stay home with our children and that they can be here with us. But at the same time, and most of the support is good. You know what I mean? Like most of the support is good, but there's always one bad apple in the bunch that and it seems like no matter how many good and positive things you hear, sometimes those one little things just like stick a little bit more than others. When when someone says, you know, I don't remember the exact comment because I try to like keep it far away from my head, but in so many words, like I wish that your son would just die or something like that because, you know, and, and you hear those things and you're like, you know, I was so vulnerable to open this up and you act like, or, or the people that are like, oh, you're exploiting your kids' health problems for views. And I'm like, okay, are we forgetting the years that I've put in before ever showing you my son of how it was just me and my husband and we've never even shown our kids to you, but it started to become apparent that they're here. And so we wanted to share them with you, not to exploit them, but just because they're a part of our family and it's kind of weird to hide such a big part of yourself. And so, um, you know, when you see or hear little things like that, that's when we kind of started to have to withdraw from sharing and oversharing our children. Um, And we just made it like a conscious effort to say like, hey, we're just not gonna make them the sole priority of our content anymore. They are our children, they are loved, but like if I'm not spoiling them or treating them well or, or taking them to have a good happy memory or something like that, I'm just not gonna stick them on the internet for people to pick them apart. You know, like um, the 13 year old, they say, oh, your 13 year old looks like he never eats, you know, and, and eventually we would, you know, make jokes out of it. But it's not funny to joke about someone being anorexic or too skinny or small. And and it, it's fun at first, like you're like, OK, I'm just going to keep taking the plates of food away from Braylon because you guys are making a joke. But it's like at the expense of my kids mental health almost. And yeah. Braylon's not um, worried about it. He doesn't care. He feels like he eats like a garbage disposal and he knows he eats <laughs> and he thinks it's funny. <laughs> But like, um, I don't think it really, Braylon's really tough, believe it or not. He's very go with the flow. He doesn't care. I think what really hurt us was um, our six-year-old son, Mark Cannon. He is our sensitive, loving, kind-hearted. Anybody says something to him, he will break and shatter into pieces because he just values what people think about him so much. And so um, he was on live and he was trying to explain something and he was stuttering and someone decided to screen record our live video. It wasn't even a piece of content I put out, you know, like they just screen recorded our live video and said, haha, this is me in school when I'm trying to explain something to the teacher or something like, and I think it was probably harmless, but at the end of the day, like if my son seen that, I know he would be heartbroken about it and he he would break down and he would cry. And even like, remember the other day I did a video with him and he's like, you didn't put that on TikTok, did you? And I was like, no, honey, it was just for me and you to watch. Like, 
this was cute. It was funny, but I would never put this out of you ever. Like just, this is for me and you. I said, do you want me to delete it? And he said, yes, please just delete it. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. You know, but he didn't want to be made fun of for, for Dan. And it's so sad. And I'm so sorry that you guys have gone through that. And I mean, we we deal with it. It's a daily conversation that we have. And we've talked about this before. Um, But like, that's kind of similar situation with Poppy's name and calling her Poot. Like it was a cute little nickname. And people were just telling me how bad it was. So at first, I was like, let me just instead of letting their words hurt me and like the negativity hurt me, let me make a joke out of it. And then I kind of sat down recently. I was like, you know what? Why am I doing this? Her name's Poppy. I love her name. Poot is the cutest nickname ever. And I still call her Poot. But like, I'm I'm done letting them bring the hate and negativity. Because for a while, I feel like that was TikTok. It was so negative. So I was like, I'm just going to spin it on them and I'm going to troll them. But now yes. I feel like, I'm like, I'm not letting them win anymore. Why am I sacrificing my content for and then it turned into oh she's using her child's name for views and I'm like no you guys turned it into this like it was turned into this because people told me how bad her name was (laughs) and I'm like I don't know it's a tough subject and and with with Poppy being so it's crazy it's crazy and Poppy being so young we haven't we have the conversation of like you know my my niece who is five has mm-hmm. like she scrolls on TikTok, like she knows TikTok. She sees YouTube with YouTube Shorts now. She sees TikTok things because it's on YouTube, and um, it's it's a conversation where like, can Poppy be in public school? Like I, when she starts knowing things and seeing things, it, and it's it's overwhelming. So I thank you for sharing your story because it's it's eye opening for us. Yeah, and-, and we like almost like the other day, you know, we on we honestly like sometimes abby like it's we have to have a conversation and she'll like go to post something i'm like i don't want you to post that of poppy and so we even have conversations of what we feel you know each other and we respect each other's decisions we hear each other out like oh why don't you want me to post this or or not post that um and at the end of the day i think um we we know what's best for our families and we're only going to put them in the best light we're never going to put something out there that we know you know we can't you know, dictate what people are going to say about us or say about no matter what you do, there's going to be negativity. No matter what, always because, like like you said, if we stop showing our children, it'd actually be scarier for people to start finding photos, sneaking photos, sneaking videos, because that happened to a creator who decided not to show her boyfriend, and people like are going crazy to find out who her boyfriend is. I'm like. Yeah. that's scarier than just like it's scary like if they don't want to show it so I think finding that that balance and and I think people don't understand is your your children are all of speaking age and they can tell you if they want to make a video or not Poppy's at that age where she she tells us no she doesn't want to film and like this I'm morning like, I was gonna do a tick like a cute TikTok with yeah. her and she and said no she's like no I was like all right okay <laughs> and I feel like people think us, I mean, I, I can't speak for every family channel because there are some family channels that I don't agree with what they post and what they do, but that's not my place to speak yeah. on because that's their family. Will I yeah. do what, will I, will we do what they post? No, but that's okay. I don't need to do what they do. But people mm-hmm. think, I feel like they think, especially on TikTok, there's the whole trend of scaring moms, of exploiting your child and this whole trend of, of this and I'm like I I can't force 
my child to do anything. Like I'm not, we're not sitting there like, Poppy, you have to sit here till we film this video. Like she's going to run away and tell us no and slap our phone out of the hand. And we're like, (laughs) easy enough. And even like the little, I did that don't want, don't want, Mm -hmm. don't want with her yesterday. She loved it. And she kept asking me to refilm it and dance. So it's like, yeah, if she's having fun, I'm going to do it. So exactly in in same situation. And I think you guys are in in a good spot. And I, like I said, I, I want you to keep sharing your story, especially, um, about being a family as your children grow and still sharing your family, but what are the boundaries and what needs to be set? Because there's people like us who are, are going to be in those stages. Like we don't, what in five, we don't know what's going to happen in five years. If we're still on social media and TikTok, like how do we do that with a six-year-old? How Mm -hmm. do we do that with a 13-year-old? So I, I really think you guys are doing a great job. I feel like, I feel like we only getting bigger, such as you guys, you guys are only getting bigger. So you know, and that's why we got them in homeschool. So we homeschool as well. And we make sure, because it's, it's just to it's too much. To we it's tried much. it. For yeah, we tried it for one day and it was just uh, Because like when we started on TikTok, it was mostly kids. So you, you think your kids are now being seen by hundreds of millions of kids all the time. And then you stick them in a public school setting and then everybody is, Hey, I see your TikTok. Hey, mm-hmm. I see at the lunchroom pulling it up. Look at what your mom made you do, or you know, like this and that. And it was happening to Braylon in middle school, and Cannon had it in kindergarten. And we're like, okay, pulling you out. It's Sorry, cr- kindergarten. It's scary. Yeah. It's crazy. But you guys made the best decision for your family. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, it. It is. I know how I feel when we meet people in public and they're like, I watch your videos. I kind of get sweaty and tingly inside and like, <laughs> like, oh, you've seen my video. So I can't imagine, you know, being 13, being 12, 10, however old they are. And it, it's, it's sad because I'm sure they love what you guys do and they love the life you guys have given them and have made for them and the life that you were going to give them. Um, yeah. So I hate that it like ha- the, it does have this dark side to it, but you are doing the steps and everything you guys you guys need to do for it. And um, I and at the just... end of the day, you guys are doing everything for them, and yes. that's that's all that matters. And you know, you guys yeah. put them first, and you can tell. Um, I I wanted to just pivot in, yeah. talking about social media and everything. What what's next? Do you guys have anything planned? Um, any big projects you're working on? Uh, do you want to fill us in on anything? For uh, us next, um, I really, I would really like to, and I've been speaking with the team about it. We, we want to figure out what product is going to be best for us to develop. That's really where I'm at. Um, I'm super huge into skincare. I love self-care. Um, so just finding that white space in the marketplace and knowing where we fit in and if it's something that we should pursue or um, what we should do. We had ideas of maybe like a biracial, um, hair care line or like a detangling hair care line for our kids. But then once we ran into the issues with the sharing of the kids, we're like, do we really want to have to use our kids? And what happens when they get older? Can we still promote this product? Yeah. So we're thinking like long-term, um, yes. what do we want to do? But I think like developing a product in skincare or beauty or something of that nature. You need not- you need hair care. I'm just sorry to me to cut. I'm like staring. I mean, you're you're literally glowing. Your skin is false, but I'm just <laughs> looking at your hair right now. So you're on the right track because it's literally. I think you can't go wrong. <laughs> so maybe I don't know. Maybe a curling iron or you know something. Yes. I don't know. 
but it's just developing. I'm sure you guys know as well. Well, you've already developed Pavo. Yes, yes. And that, that was something as well. Thank you. Thank you. And that was something similar as well. It was like, Pavo is made, it's name. it means Poppy in French and it was named after Poppy. And we, I had this vision of Poppy being involved. And then once I got a, a month or two and I was like, you know what? As much as it's named after her, but I don't want her involved in his company because she can't sell. Like, it's not made for children. It's not made for her. So I kind of yeah. had to do like a rebrand and, and visit. So even if you did a detangler or whatever for, for your ch- for your children, it's like it could still be for them, and but they don't have to be involved in it. So I don't – like, I think that's a great idea. I think it's a great and idea, yeah. You're, you're on to so many things. And I'm, I am waiting for you to box one time. Like, I, I need to see you box. <laughs> Like, I had an opportunity because, you know, of course, we know Floyd. Yeah. But, you know, everything got to, things got to go right. The paperwork, the contract, it stuff seems, like that. It, so, seems, it seems there's like a, there's a lot. There's a lot of business side to it just from what I. A lot of business side because yeah. Floyd had invited us out to a skating ring. We went to a skating ring. Then we went to his house. Mm-hmm. Uh, he invited us over to his house. So we had a long, you know, business conversation about me and him fighting one day. So, uh, never say you know, never. Uh, if, if it presents itself, yeah. it, it might happen. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I hope so. And I will, I'll be watching it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's amazing. But no, I think you guys are doing such an amazing job. And then you have your, your planner, your digital planner. Oh, yeah. So, um, back to the organization, because that seems to be the type of content that I like to create in this season so and I love Um, watching it it's my favorite thing to watch I actually took his uh iPad and got my good notes and I've been doing my plan so trust me thanks to you my iPad's gone yeah I have (laughs) awesome I love that so I've been working on what I've been calling to my audience a secret planner right Mm -hmm. so uh, our secret notebook I don't know if you even call it a planner as much as you call it a notebook because it's really just like a list of tasks to do and I didn't want to focus it too much on a calendar but more so on just a daily task of reminders of things to do but this secret planner involves like skincare hair care nail care just like these reminders to tell your workout fitness meal plans all type of stuff. It's like a full-blown all-in-one tracker. Life and, tracker. Um, it just helps you stay on task. So maybe you use it some days, maybe you don't some days, but at least you have it there to say, hey, I need to do this, 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 and this today. Hey, when I do my skincare, I need this, 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 and this. This is a new product I'm going to try. Maybe this is the reason why I'm breaking out. Like something to just give yourself a mental note of what products you're using, how you're using them, and um, just developing yourself a self-care routine because I feel like when you look good and you feel good, you're able to perform optimally, you get better results. Mm-hmm. And that's just really, uh, you know, our whole purpose behind that self-care. I mean, and I love it. And I, I totally agree because I get a planner and then not even two weeks later, I, I'm two weeks behind on filling in. And then it's like, oh, I, I forget about and done. But so I love something where it's like, you can there's no numbers. There's no dates. Like you literally just fill it out yeah. when you want. And then you're not missing anything. It's not sending you off track and it's, it's keeping you Cause then you, you can feel guilty. Like when yeah. you are on this path of like, yes, my planner. And then all of a sudden like days go by and you're like, eh, I let it slide, you know, <laughs> and then it's just like, it all, it all falls. I feel like people get this idea of me that like, I just schedule out my every single moment of every single day. Like, trust me, I've seen myself in the Reddit groups. Oh my God, this girl reminds herself to breathe. Oh, don't go on Reddit. Do not go on Reddit, girl. You cannot do it. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? 
I, I don't do it every day, but if I can provide value to someone and encourage them to write a list and make it happen, I'm mm-hmm. going to. If you think that it's silly to make your bed and check it off, fine. Yeah. But some, it, it helps you. Yes, and it helps you. It sets yourself up for success. You know, it makes your day more successful. It makes your life more successful. It brings more successful, organized things to you. You know I, I love that. I love that. Marco, Josh, you guys are very similar because Josh has his notebook. He writes everything down. It, he, you, you need that to just go on with you. Like, We're the just, same person. Yeah. Just do not. I do not want to go in a ring with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to teach you some fighting moves. Please. Josh, I, got I got a couple. I got the, uh, the wait, one, two, three, four. Wait, weren't you in some boxing? Maybe? I did. Um, oh, no, it was wrestling. Oh, it was a wrestling yeah. movie. Sorry. I did a, so I played hockey, but long story short, I did a uh, boxing clinic. A good friend of mine, he's the commissioner of boxing here. And okay. uh, he had a clinic to teach us how to fight on skates. So we were on rollerblades in the oh. boxing, learning how to box on rollerblades what? for hockey. It was, wow. it was wild. So you know, how, you do know how to skate real good, huh? I do. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yep. Yeah. No, it's... Uh, Josh, you be working out a lot too, man. You look great, man. Thank Your you. I, great, I appreciate that. I mainly do it for this, the mental clarity, but it, yeah, it yeah. you know, I can't, I can't help oh, the other benefits. Don't let him fool you. He <laughs> walks past the mirror and goes like this. <laughs> he, does, he does a little. I do. I got it. I got to hype myself up, you know. He, he does a little check. Um, but no, this has been such a great conversation. It's actually, actually wild. We have been mutuals for so long, but we've never really like, talk so i think this is amazing there's it's a great awesome. friendship here and i hope yeah. either you guys come to pittsburgh if we can get josh on a plane they're in vegas i love it. i love actually vegas. love vegas so <laughs> yeah. we'll make a trip i'll i'll get through the plane ride i'm not great on them but yeah. yes no this has been so great um thank you guys for sharing your story and your life and um you guys are doing everything right for your family and i think it's great to share the message for other creators who want to share their lives and other families who want to get started, but show yeah. that, you know, you can keep boundaries, but you can still be successful. So, um, I, I appreciate it so much. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for your time and yeah. for everyone listening or watching. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 oh. I forgot to, where can they, where they, can they, oh my oh, God, geez. I just <laughs> tripped on my words. Where can they find you guys and follow you guys? Oh, um, the Beverly Halls, Brooke Ashley Hall. I am Marco Hall or Marco Hall on Instagram, TikTok, yeah. uh, the Beverly Halls on YouTube. We have separate accounts on everything except for YouTube. So yeah. love so it. Have- we love yeah. it. Well, thank you guys so much and have a great day. You too. Thank, thank you. you guys. Thanks.